The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. It's no worse than going to the dentist, and your gums will bleed slightly less. Slightly. Tonight, SK welcomes... Esther Williams, Dorothea Lang, Sabu, and an awkward display by Diego Rivera and Frida Kahlo. And now, he's never caught a rabbit, so he's tied with Elmer Fudd, S.K. Morton. That was good. That was right in there. And you even ended the first part right in the right spot. Right. Everyone there will have big cheers. Go ahead. You you know the line. <laughs> Everyone there will have moved here. <laughs> Big cheers. Uh, better get rid of your accent. <laughs> Hello. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Okay. Well, greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to SK, the thing that Pete just said. Mm-hmm. And another night in the bomb shelter. Not another one. Yeah. I was excited tonight. Why is that? Well, there was going to be a big audience. I was getting all. We haven't had a big audience in a long time. Right. I was very excited. We've got a few people here. Well, you got a few, yeah. I mean, and they count. I don't want them to think they don't well, count. Well, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said there's that's there's what I meant. People though. there. Yeah. There's, Calm down, there's or the I'll throng. whip you again. Yeah. But really, what now is what has broken my heart is I spent a lot of money on food this time. Right. Thinking there's going to be a big group. Oh, like you won't be able to take care of it. Uh, you and I can take care uh, of it. There's a lot of cheese. <laughs> I've never tonight. seen that as a problem before. Well, you know. I mean, afterwards, yes. Uh, you know, throughout the night. Okay, yeah, we we understand. Okay. All right, so we've greeted the adoring throng. We've greeted the throng that's here in the studio. Thank Welcome. you very much for being Welcome. here, throng. We love you very much. Uh, senior member, not here. No. I called to see, hey, where are you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you. So instead, I want to welcome, and the throng, pay close attention, because I want to give a big, hearty welcome to our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Yay! <laughs> that was the saddest bell That was ever. a sad Don't bell, yeah. Again? Let's try it again. Yay! <laughs> I can look at, look at the faces in the, in the throng tonight. They're very entertained. So well, they're far. looking like they're expecting to be. Oh, is well, what it I, is. Yeah, I saw a little bit of sleepy in that one. Yeah, I saw yeah. a little bit of. I am enjoying the food. Yes, well, enjoying you're the not, food. You're something. not eating enough cheese, though. <laughs> I'm very concerned about. Eat the cheese, throng. Yes, please. Let's just do this. Oh. Let's get right to what's important. Yes. to you. Okay. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, tell me what's going to be happening on March 4th at eight o'clock. Well, or is it six on March 4th. At, well, that's this Friday. Yeah, I know. This It'll is be going to be out by this Friday. This is going out. This this will be out Thursday. Oh, because we're putting Betsy. out the next one t- tomorrow, and then on okay. Thursday we'll air the new one. All right, boys and girls, tomorrow, <laughs> March fourth, Friday, March fourth, uh, we are having. I am having a uh, album release party over at Sounds the painful. Milk Bar. It's gonna be okay. Right. I, it's gonna be all right. Uh, they'll find some sort of entertainment or salvageable something in it. Um, at the Milk Bar in the Hate, um, on Hate. Um, and it's going to be starting at about 9 p.m., going till about midnight, and there's going to be a bunch of bands and a bunch of really actually good music. Um, and I, you know, we have Lizzie Carr on. We have 
the Gemstone Band, who plays every week at the Boom Boom Room, and we have uh, me and me and one word, me and one word, doing our album release party. It's a lot of fun. So okay. So anyway, you know, we're excited about that. Babette and I are planning on attending. Although mm. now, if this takes off, you'll like wear. S.K. Morton t-shirt or something on stage, right? Sure. I mean, kick down would you a little please bit of, have t-shirts? Love to that us. would be awesome. You've okay. gotten on me about my t-shirts. That's right. All I got was a tote bag, and we actually <laughs> use your tote bag to put yeah. other bags in. Oh, you're our the, bag The bag. plastic ones you that you save for when you have bag. chicken grease and things? Yes. All right, well, there you go. That's yes. what we use ours for, too. Good. <laughs> okay. Great. I'm glad they're going in to use to promote within our room. That's fantastic. <laughs> I wake up, I go, you know, hon, we got to look into this whole S.K. Morton thing. Right. But then I always forget the website. Okay, so the reason why I bring this up, because that's Friday night. We want to let people know what's going on for the coming month in March. Oh, okay. So why don't we go ahead and... Do that. That's so regal. Yes. I that's... feel like I'm about to hear something. Like, hear ye, hear ye. A frog is marrying a prince. <laughs> I actually watched that show. It's kind of like Broadzilla's, right? <laughs> right. Uh, did you know we have a show Saturday at six? Uh, Saturday at six, I believe it is. Were you PM? aware? Six o'clock p.m. on Saturday. Are you going to be available? No. That sucks because we are having a big, big guests. We're having two guests. What? Well, I'll tell you about what's happening here. On March fifth at Fort Mason, tenth annual International Chocolate Salon. Have you heard of this? Ooh, yeah, that's where the people put chocolate on their nails and in their hands. <laughs> that's right. Little Korean ladies, put chocolate on your nails and make fun yeah, of you. Yeah, you would like. No, actually what is happening with the chocolate the chocolate salon. The San Francisco International Chocolate Salon experience chocolate and other tastes. Experience the finest artisan gourmet and premium chocolate. Ooh. In the world. In the world. And much of it comes from right here in San Francisco. Okay, so they're Next coming... week's show is going to be the San Francisco Chocolate Show here okay. on the podcast. Oh, wow. That will okay. be the theme. It was it was serendipitous. Are you guys going out like to have a remote at the Chocolate Fair? No. Instead, we're going to stay here and wait for our two guests who are speakers at the San Francisco mm-hmm. International Chocolate Salon. Why would you have a speaker at the Chocolate Salon? They have many speakers. There's going to be Art Pollard is going to be there. Oh, God. He's from I have Ar- to come now. He's from Amano Chocolate. And it's ranked by the New York Times as the number one bean-to-bar chocolate maker in the United States. Bean wow. Bean-to-bar is a thing. That apparently. But who? <laughs> who is saying that? Uh, uh, that's the, the New York Times. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, of course, Nancy Martin and Ronnie Sampson, they are from Chocolate by the Bay. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be here in the bomb shelter talking to us about the best chocolate in San Francisco. It just feels huh? weird. It just feels weird. No. I'm, I'm appreciative of it. It's it going to be great. Weird. No, I think it feels weird when you talk about it. Well, boys and girls, there's going <laughs> to be all kinds of great chocolates from around our world. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be a chocolate blast. show. I had it down to have one about chocolate. I thought I'll do that, and I started to do some research. What's going on with chocolate? Boom, here we are. There's March 4th, there's a festival a right salon. there. Give it, give it. I guess we've called it a fair and a salon. It's it's called salon. I don't really know how it got that name, but I we will next week. We're gonna find out. Nice. That'll be the first question we ask. I think it's salon. It's probably just the name that makes everybody feel like they're not gluttons. (laughs) You know what I mean? If it's a feed, if it's a chocolate feed. What if if they called it chocolate con? Then you know you'd get San Francisco people to go. That's you definitely would, and a lot of my sized. So San Francisco. Oh, shut up. You're looking good. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I know you've been working hard. Well, no. you've been making an effort. Well, 
at times. He's going to be very different when I go to the chocolate salon. Between meals during the day right? on Wednesday. After every pizza, I don't eat pizza for like a few hours. Okay. stop. So anyway, that's what's first thing that's happening. The San Francisco International Chocolate Salon. Now we go, we skip ahead. Everything's boring for two weeks. March 23rd through the 26th. Mm -hmm. Do you like E.T.? Say, yeah. kids, do you like the E.T. and the Steven Spielberg? Yeah, didn't we just... I Remember, I we were listening to some Disney things. Yes, well, here's the thing. Um, E.T. itself, I went to go re-watch it as an adult. Not a giant fan. Okay. However, same thing as George Lucas in Star Wars. Spielberg needs to be giving John Williams full-body Swedish <laughs> massages. massages daily <laughs> for, the, for the soundtrack. And that's what they're going to be doing at Davies. The San Francisco Symphony, a night of E.T. They're going to play E.T. on the big screen, and the San Francisco Symphony wow. live is going to play That's the score. Pretty cool. That That's is pretty, pretty cool. cool now, here's what I found. I didn't know they were doing this. I should know what's going on here. Yeah, why they've aren't you been doing in your since... city? What's wrong with you? Shut up. They've Do been you doing... not care about San Francisco at all? They've been doing this since November. All E.T. all the time? And do you know what I missed in November? What? Star it's Wars? a wonderful. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, wow. I missed It's a Wonderful Life. Nice. So they did Vertigo. Okay. And now they're doing um, uh, E.T. So that's going to be on the 23rd through the 26th. Will you give me an O Mary? Just give me a one O Mary. Oh, Mer. Oh, you've got the thing. You can't and have complete control. And dance by the light of the moon. What did you wish for when you threw that rock? Yeah, see? Not a fan. <laughs> anyway. Frank Capper, by the way, another Sicilian-American who was Treated poorly during the war. Really? He, no, his name reminds me he of was Frank used... Oz. <laughs> okay. We should do actually. We should actually do a Muppet version of "It's a Wonderful Life." This kind of feels like a Muppet version. This of feels, It's a Wonderful Life. This feels like a Muppet version of the Muppet Show. This feels like a Muppet version of NPR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jerry Gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So that's 23rd through the 26th, and then. Now here's something Wait, you so need to know. So they're doing ET every night. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. Okay. I think it's at eight o'clock. I didn't. I uh, I didn't write it down. Is that 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 uh, is that Symphony Place? Symphony, Symphony Place. Place. Davies Symphony Hall. Okay, yeah. I saw yes. Bill Burr there actually. No way. Yeah, about a year and a half ago, he was amazing. At Davies on Van Ness. At Davies, yeah. Because he's amazing, and but he he could. He must have a great voice, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. it was really. We, we actually saw uh, West Side Story. Not the play, but they did all the songs to West Side Story there. Nice. And uh, it was pretty awesome. Right. I love you. You know, I love that stuff. History Days. This should, I should have opened with this thing. Uh, History Days at the San Francisco at the Old Mint. You're not familiar with the Old Mint, huh? I just. Know I mean, you know where mint. it is. Yeah. Is that an old mint? The it's old. Not mint. a new mint. It's the mint. It survived the earthquake. Survived the fire. The guys inside, oh, remember they second. barricaded themselves in and they had they had a water source from the inside and they fought the fire from inside the mint. Okay, now, uh, number one, are we talking about the place in between uh, in between Mission and Market on 5th? Yes. 5th, okay, yes. I walked by there the other day. It's blocked off. Yeah, yeah. It's, how long has it been closed? It's a long story. Uh, about a year now. Well, even less than a year because what happened was is like the second they closed it down... Uh, and it hasn't been a mint for a long since the sure. '60s when I think the new they just one was had built. Tours and stuff like yeah, that. they had the top floor. They would have events, uh, history events, and the city closed it down. There's a long story, and I'm also trying to get Big Papa Daniel Bacon, mm -hmm. the the ultimate San Francisco historian, wow. onto the show. And I thought maybe we could do a stump SK. Him, nice. Him and I go head to head. 
Nice. At the same time, he's going to kill me because he knows everything. Um, right. I'm going to save most of it for that. But the point is, you've seen him on uh, KQED, and he's done the uh, Sin, Fire, and Gold, Days Ooh. of the San Francisco's Barbary Coast. Nice. He did a documentary where he takes a guy from KQED around the city and shows him things. I actually got into doing the tours because of him. Wow. Yeah, I, okay. took, I took one of his tours, and that hooked me on San Francisco history. So far, it seems like in the in my imagination, you seem like the tiny dog, and he's the big dog, and you're just jumping around like so. Hey, exactly. Hey, what do you he's got do the now? sweater on and a real small butt. Yeah, right, right, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Big shoulder, small butt. That's him. Right, and you just jump around. What are we doing? Yeah. Next? What do we do yeah. now, Danny? What do we do? Oh, now? Yeah, that's did exactly you come out with a DVD soon? Recently? Yeah. Oh. So anyway, we'll get him on the show this year, and he can talk to us about the old mint. Cool. But in the meantime. The San Francisco History Days is by the uh, the Historical Society. They're going to open it up again. The last time it was open was for the Historical Society. It's going to be the fifth uh, and the sixth, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a free event open to the public. Come see historical stuff about San Francisco. Okay. So, are they going to clear off all the people who are sleeping in the stairs? That's st- the thing. They've the done stairs? that. Is, are they back? Are they back? But then they cleaned it up. But now you're saying it's 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 that way again now, huh? Well, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't I walked by it the other day. It seemed sad. Yeah. But the bushes were really well tended to. George and Barbara? Yes. Okay. And they were standing in the front <laughs> and they were actually curating the actual bushes. And I thought that's a weird thing well, to you know. They said we gotta get in there. He says, Nah gone that. Right. Wouldn't right. be prudent. All righty. So that's what we got going on in March. Now there is one other thing that happens every month. Mm-hmm. But it's, well, you know, we have free days at the museums. Okay. One one day a month. Many of them it's one day a month. Sometimes it's only once a quarter. Okay. But you'll have free days. and all, Then there's some museums that will go by your zip code. If you're a resident, you can get in for free. Okay. We're not going to talk about any of that. Oh, because <laughs> thanks for bringing it up. I'm going to speak of one specific thing mm-hmm. is the Conservatory of Flowers. They're open the, for free the first Tuesday of every month. Nice. But here's why I'm bringing it up this month. Because this will be the second to last month that you have the opportunity to go see <gasps> the Garden Railroad exhibit. Wait, I thought you were just talking about the Conservatory of Flowers. That is the Conservatory of Flowers. Let me tell you a little okay. story here. Please. The Bay Area Garden Railway Society. Ribbon. There's a Bay Area Garden Railway Society. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Um, they design and build railroads to go into gardens. Of course. So back, I think it was in 2008, they built a little mini San Francisco inside one of the pavilions at a Conservatory of Flowers. Nice. And since then, they've been adding on each year. And sometimes there's different themes. Then they've added sound effects. There's a soundscape. I, um, or not soundscape. Homeless man uh, coughing. The, the, hipster the, complaining. There was a guy who went around the city. <laughs> no, he got the voice of Rennell. Of course, I, can get, I think you can just record the voice of Rennell off of the radio. But uh, they got Castro Theater, Oregon. Which, as we've talked about in the past, isn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chinatown Funeral Band, the Theremin at the Exploratorium. He even got the parrots and the and the sea lions, and he included it. So as you're walking around in through the garden, and you see the little railway, the different sounds are coming out, and so that's going on now. This year, where's Rennell? <laughs> <laughs> they just use her. I guess at uh, uh, Pack Bell or AT and T Park. You can hear her coming out of the park. Her voice. Why? Because she announces for the Giants. Oh, she does. All right. Yeah. Well, never mind then. I just felt it just felt like oh you you're listening to morning radio and you know the hate it's hot jams. Whatever. Anyway, I'm trying to remember what the theme is this year, but it's only lasting. It's only lasting till next month. Okay. So which would be by the time they're listening? How would you shut up? It's gonna be in April. Okay. 
But the point being, um, it's cool. It's a cool thing. Normally, it would cost money. It would be, I think it's $7 for adults and $5 youth. But on the first Tuesday, you can go and see it for free. Plus, the the flowers are cool to see. Golden Gate Park has a lot of cool flowers. Wait, so they won't, by the time they hear this, it won't be, they'll have to wait till the first Tuesday in April. Yes, which is why I wanted to get it out. And we're going to remind again, Mm. however, (laughs) we'll remind again at the end of March, just so they, you know, two tries. Because it's a cool thing to see, and it's free, and it makes me happy. And so I want other people to be happy as well. Okay, so those would be the March events. Now are you ready for other updates? Desperately. (laughs) We're calling this the Update and Irony. Ooh. Yeah. Here's why. Have you ever heard of the Inverness shipwreck? No. How about the Tomales Bay shipwreck? No. How about the Point Reyes shipwreck? Nope. Okay. Well, all of those are the same nope. thing. Oh, okay. They're all the same. Here's why it's an update in irony. Because it became, well, it was, it was a boat. It was a fishing boat that was falling into disrepair. So the owner pulled it up onto the beach in an effort to, he was going to repair it and never got around to it. And then the federal government agency has the land now, but they left the boat there and it became very popular with local photographers. Okay. So if you're into photography, you've probably seen a picture that says Point Reyes on the bow. It was was cool because you'd get it at night because, you know, you got the sunset going down. There's all sorts of cool pictures and things. Mm -hmm. So they were going to, when the government took over... They were going to just get rid of the thing, and all the local photographers that have been having a blast with it, they said, no, 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 save it, save it, save it. And it turns out they've said it's been there for years, and it is, you know, slowly crumbling away. The photographers, the locals are saying, no, don't climb on it because we want to keep it as long as we can. You don't want to fall through with dry rot. Long story short, it burned down on Monday night. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. you know how it burned down? Someone climbed on it? No. A photographer okay. nice. was doing it. Thought he'd do something really cool. And I don't know exactly how this works, but it's a long exposure, fireworky kind of thing. And using steel wool or something, and something got onto the back of the boat and burned it up. Oh my God. Yeah. How sad. Isn't it? Or she. And here's the thing. Probably. The night it burned, they had, they had, and it couldn't have been like burning right in front of them because they posted on Instagram the cool picture. Oh no! Of the of the, of the you know the fireworks going off behind and all the colors and everything, and so I'm going to see if I can find that picture and I'll post it you know with this with this podcast. It's like a shit. But so yeah, so now all the other photographers are you know trying to track the guy down. The local fire department chief said actually someone called us at like four in the morning and said I just want to let you know it wasn't me. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it was him. So, uh, but they're not going to do anything about it because it was already just, essentially it was a good-looking pile of garbage. And so the, the chief said. Right, the Historical Society didn't like. Well, there was, wasn't any real historical significance or, to right, it. Right. You know, it was just some guy who'd never fixed his boat. And photographers <laughs> loved it. For how long ago, though? Uh, probably about 20 years. It was only 20 years old? Yeah. Well, no, no, the boat was way older, oh, okay. but it's been sitting there. Um, the name of the, let me see if I can find the name of the beach it's on. You might like this. Cause remember this is Point Reyes. Remember what was happening in Point Reyes? Remember the coy- the high coyotes that are attacking cars? Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Well, here's this. It's called the Point Reyes shipwreck or they the Tamales Bay. probably kept seeing visions of a It was beached on Dancing Coyote Beach is the name of the beach it was on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So like Lizzie had said, you know, there've been coyotes running forever. How come they haven't been high? They've been dancing on the beach. 
Now the boats burned down. That's why they're attacking cars now. They got nothing to keep them busy. They're not dancing on the beach. Don't tell her that. All right. So anyway, that's our little update in irony. Now. Did you hear my Alanis Morissette joke, by the way? What was? No, I did not. Rewind it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was said it was weak anyway, but I started singing. Oh, well, then singing, let's hear it again, by all means. It's like a shipwreck, you know. Oh, on your like wedding that. day. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I got one. We have a throng member. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He's normally the man in my six. Oh, he is? Yeah, tonight he's the man in your six. Oh, well, he's yeah. more like a Look five. Look at that big, he's beautiful like smile. He's like a 5'15". Uh. <laughs> it does feel very, like, weird. Though. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. It's not like a personal thing, but you do feel a little strange behind me. I feel like I'm, like, I feel like I'm uh, um, testifying, like, in, like, a judicial thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Do you want to take going. my spot, sir? <laughs> Because I don't deserve it now. Well, we're going to keep on the the maritime oceanic kind of topic. Good. Aquatic park. Oh. Some new stuff has been happening at Aquatic Park. People have been getting bonkers. True. And we're, we're going to talk about that in a second. Just... See if you brought the guitar. No. You know, Chanteur. You're not going to bring the guitar anymore, are you? Well, you didn't. I didn't. What? I thought you'd always bring it. <laughs> I'm going to get one just hanging here. Okay, yeah. Get, yeah. get a uke. So I can feel like I'm really a part of San Francisco. Well, then you got to do it. You know, everything's got to sound like Jason Mraz. Ugh. I like Jason Mraz. Because you're a bad person. Okay. And in any case, we'll keep going with the with the, with the the ocean theme. Aquatic Park has the new... It's not even a new schooner. The Balclutha. That's the one everyone knows. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a funny word for you? you yeah, do, it, people, no, it reminds me of the young Frankenstein. Balclutha. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the Balclutha... You know, it's it's actually fairly well known. It's one of the, I don't know if you call it a tourist site, but the locals. You know, mm-hmm. you know, but you go out there and you do the sea shanties with seashells, not by the seashore. Right. You can do the sea shanties and you drink the cider. By the way, Throng, if You're you go down to the- about some weird stuff that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everybody knows it. You locals know this. You do I've the been cider. down there and done the sea shanties. About? And that's why I'm going to, they're going to, the Throng is going to benefit from the something of my experience. Are you ready for this? If you do go to sing sea shanties on a Friday, is it a Friday night or a Saturday night, and you're going to have the hot cider, bring your own beverage container because they won't give you paper cups. If you don't bring something to drink it in, they just don't give it to you. They're very, they are very elitist down there, those sea shanty people. Anybody who's descendants of Balclutha is usually (laughs) pretty. In any case, that's the boat we all know. You go down there. The rangers will climb up onto the mast and out onto the yards, and they'll show you how the the uh, sailors used to have to pull up the, the sails. And mm-hmm. You can go down all over the boat. It's great. Everyone loves it. It's down at the Hyde Street Pier. But there was also this big hole there for years. It almost looked like a barge, but it had the same kind of hole as the Balclutha. Not exactly the same. Balclutha is a windjammer. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a steel hulled, steel hulled sailing ship. Wow. Yeah. I got things I know. Anyway. This other boat is now sitting there with I feel masts. Feel wildly unfunny right now. I know. Well, you are well <laughs> with masts. What about it? This it is the C A Thayer. Right in front of, <laughs> right in front of the Balclutha. <laughs> right in front of the Balclutha. Uh huh. That used to look like a big barge. Right. Now it's got masts, and the sails are going up in August. Okay. They're rebuilding it. It's been there for years, but it didn't have anywhere the. Uh, 
the gravitas of the Balclutha because it's just a big hole sitting there. Now they're going to be rebuilding it. There's like and you can words. <laughs> and you can rebuild it or and you can watch them rebuild it from the pier. You can go down to the Hyde Street Pier and watch these shipwrights, these guys who know about this old type of stuff mm-hmm. go out there and, and and they're going to be working on it. Now the boat itself is actually a sailing steamship. Okay. So they had the steam, but they also had the big masts on it, which is, you know, during the transition of the two. You know where I feel where we went wrong? <laughs> Squidge was kind of like our balancer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I don't want to say was, because, you know, he's somewhere in the ether right now. But he's 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 kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, right now, it's like, I think it's kind of okay. It's good or whatever. But, like, I need Squidge to beat up from time to time. Are you saying you don't want to hear about the Maritime Murals? I'm desperate to hear about the Maritime Murals, but I don't know. Like, I the, the rhythm, like, every once in a while in between the Maritime Murals and Balclutha's, I feel just smacking a kid in the ear who works for you. And I and, and he was the perfect one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was pretty I agree. ugly-faced and, you know, I smelled real wholeheartedly. funny. And a smack to the ear just made me feel, all right, I'm ready to talk about Balclutha's. Would you like to do that with one of the throng? Throng? Does anyone want to? <laughs> the man on my six, the man on my five fifteen looks like he needs a smack. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Okay, well, I'll just suck it just up. one more thing here, or two more actually. I'm keeping in theme of the ocean theme here. Oh, okay. the Maritime Museum murals, which mm-hmm. by the way is alliteration. Where's the Maritime Museum number one? Are you kidding me? No. It's actually right across the the little harbor there from the Balclutha. Oh, okay. At the end of Polk Street, okay. there's a oh, big okay, building yeah, that yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, an yeah, old-timey yeah, yeah. 1920s, 30s passenger steamer. Mm-hmm. It was originally built as a bathhouse. Nice. To go with the, the the aquatic park. Actually, we should do a show about aquatic park. There's a whole history about what that was. It was essentially going to be like a little amusement park. Okay. But then the um, National Fairlawn Seashore Golden Gate, one of those groups. Yes. They took over and they turned it into a museum. Well, this was built in. It was built in 1939. Okay. When it got taken over by the whatever the Golden Gate National Seashore Seashore Cells Shanty Singers, uh, then they turned it into a museum. It's a free museum. You can actually go in and touch a portion of the hull and the rudder of the Niantic, which is buried under the Transamerica Pyramid. Okay. It's very cool. Upstairs, though. Okay, so I want to know real quick. So there is a ship that is still buried. It's yes. not like, okay, no. so they just cut off the, the rudder and brought it yes, up. Yes, and okay. they brought it up. It's still buried. All right. <clears> so now, that was from what year? They they found it in 75 when they okay. were building, the, when they were working on, the, on that block. But, I mean, it had been there from the fire of 1851 that, that oh, okay. burned it down. Um, I th- you'll see, if you take the tour, mm-hmm. the SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco walking tour, sure. you'll actually see pictures of it. Okay. Anyway, upstairs at the Maritime Museum, which is also free, they used to have murals that were painted originally. When the government took over, they just drilled holes on the murals to hang rack cards or whatever they wanted. They painted over them. They put plywood over them and, did, and then sectioned off the room. And the last time I saw the room, it was a, it was an ex- exhibit to the World's Cup, the, yeah, the America's Cup. Who, who painted them? The U.S. government, my friend. Wow. The ones who want to control your health care. Anyway. They just didn't think it was a big deal. They're bringing them back. They are restoring the murals now. Okay. They found some of them were not just murals, but you know they were pieces. Mm-hmm. They could. They, there's no not a whole lot of pictures of what it looked like then. But just recently, 
some footage, video footage that got retouched and colorized from 1851. From 1939, it oh. was the it was a, a class reunion, a 20 year class reunion from Berkeley, Cal Berkeley's 1919 class. Holy moly! So it was, it, they had a class reunion up there. Okay. And they're they like are still motion. There it is. There and they th- thought they saw on the columns. A, I guess you call it a relief, something that comes off of the off of the column. It's not painted on. They went down in the basement and they found them. Wow. And they got them back up in there. So, so they're restoring it. They think they'll have it restored by the end of uh, by the end of this year. And they think it's gonna be ninety nine percent of what it originally looked like in nineteen thirty nine. So all of that put together, we got a lot of ocean stuff we're talking about. A right? lot of ocean stuff. Do you recall waterlogged a month or two a couple months ago the Office it. of Environmental Health and Hazard Assessment? Said no eating Dungeness crab because yeah, of the, yeah, 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 the demoic yeah, yeah. acid. Talked, I think we talked about it. Yeah, demoic acid. Exactly, yes. Well, as of here in my hands, as you can in see. In your hands? See that? Wait, let me look. No, no, I actually have. You don't have that. No, I do. No, you don't. You do not have this. I don't have the memorandum. That's what I'm saying. In my actual fancy. hands, I have the memorandum for Gavin the Office Newsom. of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment. With Lauren Zeese, PhD, is the acting director. Director. Oh, me and Zeese go way back. As of February eleventh, two seven, two, February eleventh, two thousand sixteen, recommendation regarding opening of Dungeness Crab Fishery in state waters south of thirty-eight degree north latitude, has determined in consultation with the Department of Public <laughs> Health. Are you going to read the entire memorandum? <laughs> no, I'm not. The consumption of Dungeons it, it, Trash. can't do anything. Crab, like, you can't ruin the rest of the show. Taken south of Point Reyes, latitude <laughs> is no longer poses okay, significant you. threat for demoic acid exposure and is now, thereby crab season is open south of Point Reyes. South of Point Reyes. But was yes. it all up? Okay, yeah, everybody. Yeah, we can give that some applause there. Yeah. Sir, come on, get in the game. <laughs> um. Now he's waterlogged too. Uh, but my question is, do you? So, the other, like north of Point, the, what is north it? of Point Reyes, is, where is which is still, where the boat burned Monday right, night because um, of the dancing wolves. Exactly, continue to have elevated <laughs> levels of demoic acid and should not For be consumed. Coyotes. Okay, All right. neither should rock crab. Does the memorandum say anything about why the demoic acid is so high? El Nino. Anyway, as okay. a precaution, even even for crab caught south of Point Reyes, they recommend that people not eat the crab viscera, also known as butter. The guts of the crab, they call crab butter. Ew. It says not to eat that. Also, because they've been eating a lot of demoic acid. And there's more demoic acid in their guts than there is in their arms. Who? Wait, 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 wait. That's what it says. Most it says, of the people, or most of the time, I, I think I'm, I'm an arm eater most of the time. I don't think yeah. I eat a lot of butter, crab butter. Or their legs. And they, some tummy. people do. I've seen with the Dungeness. They do that little scoopy thing, yeah. Well, yeah, it's gross. It also gross. says they recommend that you not use the water uh, that you cook the crab in for broth, sauces, soups, or stews. Wow. And my thing is, if it's that close, you, you know, might it, as well. yeah, I'm just not going to have it at all right yeah. but well, here's my question so yes, what are the, does it say anything about what's the demoic acid going to do to one person if they eat three buckets of crab butter demoic acid poisoning in humans may occur within minutes to hours after consumption yeah. it can result in signs and symptoms ranging from vomiting and diarrhea okay or in other words a typical saturday night out for you right to loss of short-term memory it's known as amnesic shellfish poisoning 
Wait, so do the, does the memorandum Apparently. say anything about, about any side effects to demoic acid? Co- also says coma or death. Did you get my joke? I did. I did. And I also I, I knew it was a joke because then Throng. you smiled. Throng? <clears throat> yeah, they got it too. No, you clap. <laughs> wow, what are you, Jeb Bush? Please clap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In any case, along with that, then, we've got a short list of what is supposed to be the best crab in San Francisco. Okay. The Tadich Grill. Mm-hmm. Now, the deal with the Tadich Grill, you know, that's the oldest restaurant in San Francisco. Of course. In fact, it's the third oldest restaurant in the United States. Wow. Originally on Commercial Street, when it was a pier leading off into the water. But now it's on California. Now it's on California. It's a very good restaurant. Okay. Uh, Crustacean. Which Babette loves crustacean. Where's that at? Wait a second. Oh, I know where that is. That's actually that's actually like near me. That's actually, what is it? Hang on. That's Polk and I want to say Washington? California. Oh, yeah, right. very close. Did you know crustacean is yep. actually Euro-Vietnamese cuisine? This is fancy. <laughs> Man in the Six knew it. Man in the Six knows all about red. He's lobster. got the complexion to make the connection. Right? Um, I'm more of an I'm more of an olive Olive Garden kind of guy. Yeah. For my yeah. when I want to eat right. fancy. Right. <laughs> the point is they're known for their drunken roasted crab. Uh-huh. That's what they're supposed to be known for. And their garlic noodles. But in actuality, they're uh so you said Babette really likes it. Yeah. What did What did she say her favorite? She thing? loves the roasted crab. The roasted, not the drunken roasted. Not crab. the drunken. No, just the okay. the Does, sober roasted any, crab. Is that's there what, any Is there any crab butter in said? I don't know. That's why I haven't taken her crab? there. I won't take her until it's all okay. Boils over. What if she's sneaking nicely? Yeah, then, they, yeah, yeah. What if she's sneaking out in the middle of the night? To get well, some then crustacean? she's gonna then she's gonna get all demoic on us. Right. Yeah, well. And then she'll keep forgetting about That reminds where she me of was. a joke. I'm ready for it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, hold your horses, batten down your hatches. All right. Here it comes. Um, my wife has gone to the doctor, she comes home. The husband asks eh? the husband asks how to go. She says, Well, it's not good news at all. He told me I've got the big A. And then she goes in the room and starts crying. Mm-hmm. So he calls his friend. He says, I don't know what to do here. My wife just got back from the doctor. She was diagnosed with the big A. What is that? Is that AIDS? Is that Alzheimer's? What is it? And the friend thinks for a minute, and he says, it could be AIDS. It could be Alzheimer's. This is what you do. You drive her to the forest. And you drop her off. If she makes her way home, don't sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Anyway, uh, very tasteful. The reason why they're saying that crustacean is not is known for the drunken and not the sober crab because the people who own crustacean also own another restaurant in San Francisco. Did you know this? You hear about this? You see this? I did know exactly what you're talking about. It is. And I have been listening for the it's, last three. Months. I think it's called Thon Long or Long Thong. I, it's on Judah Street, right, out in, uh, in the Sunset. I, bet, I wonder if uh, Telly Prego is familiar with the long thong. He know all about that. Yeah, so they're known him? for their roasted crab noodles, gr- roasted crab and garlic noodles as well. Only the best for Telly Prego. Now, Aliotto's number eight, which was originally um, mob connected, and then of course Scoma's on Pier Forty Seven, the undisputed champion of crab. That's what they keep saying, but I, yeah, all right. I mean, I, they got is. they also the, their big thing is the crab cakes. They're known for their crab cakes. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, so maybe in a couple of years when I'm confident this whole Demoic thing is blown years. over, then I'll go see Sc- I'll go to Scomas. I thought this happens every few years, the Demoic acid. Well, then I guess I'm never going to Scomas. Have you felt like your uh, uh, diarrhea situation and your vomiting okay. situation are you, you under? You just can't keep it clean, can you? No. Uh, have you felt like your... Uh... You know what Squidge would say about this? No. No. <laughs> 
He'd also say nothing because he doesn't participate. All right. I'm going to do something here. You're not going to like it. There's going to be no gimmick here. We are going to do a professional commercial for Bridal Fitness Coach. Okay. Is All right. Now you can. So we're going to do something. We're going to do something professional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. No, Mike. I just can't wait for you. What your definition is of professional. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Any day. Broads, you're spending time at. Oh wait a minute. Brides. You're spending. You're spending time. Okay, it's still not going anywhere. You're spending effort, time and energy and energy. money. Oh. On a photographer, a caterer, flowers, mm-hmm. a venue, a planner. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money on a bunch of things right. that aren't you is what it comes down to. Why aren't you spending money on yourself? Why aren't they spending question. it on themselves? And if they mm-hmm. are going to spend it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't just be on how they look for that day. It should be about how they feel, probably. It should be how they feel, and it should be about their state of mind. And how good their groom looks. Eh, that's You know what? I don't think that's important to them. Well, then why, 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 why does the bridal fitness, why does Tammy Fox want to work on the grooms too? Well, she doesn't necessarily want to. She's doing that for the sake of the brides, whom she's trying to help with how they look it's and how they feel in their state of mind. It's probably just a money scheme anyway. It's yeah, probably just a bunch that's of very reasons good, yes. for money. That is the best way to do a commercial, oh. yes. All right. <laughs> I'm po- sorry, Tammy Fox, if you're listening. <laughs> the point is... I'm not being paid right the, now. The bri- <laughs> bridal fitness coach... Is there for the bride because right. they want to look good on the on the most important day of their life. Mm-hmm. But Tammy Fox and Bridal Fitness Coach want them to go beyond that. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Beyond. It's about making a commitment mm-hmm. to their health and their well being for the rest of their life. So it doesn't that. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the wedding is is coming right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a year away, if it's a year away, she's going to get them into better shape. But if it's just right around the corner, she's still going to teach them how to eat right, how to change their life so that they're in good shape, not just for the wedding, but for the rest of their life. Right, right. So she's ready to beef it up. They don't. They can stop worrying about getting into the special dress. Beef. They'll be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits their goals, their time frame, and their budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy at the soy sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can hear it. We can hear it. Uh, the sodium levels are through the roof. So, You're literally glowing right now. <laughs> anyway, Belkoza. you know who else is glowing? Huh? Brides, because they'll feel it. Because uh, they're they made a commitment. I'll tell you why. Better. Because of that tailor-made fitness program, uh-huh. it's more convenient for them because they can really be trained at the gym. They can be trained at the, at the gym. <laughs> they can be trained at home. They can be trained at their office. They can be trained online with face with a Skype. What's that? Skype face and, and the other thing like that. Twitter. And like you no, not said, Twitter. it's not just the brides. She can do the whole bridal party. She can do the groom, the whole right. things. Exactly the whole mishbucha. So here's what you do. They want to schedule a free consultation. Uh-huh. They go to bridalfitnesscoach.com yeah. or they can call her directly at 415-317-6827. 415-317-6827. Bridal Make, Fitness Coach. Uh, say Alclutha. Make a commitment. Make a commitment. That's what Give I meant me the to ring. say. All right. Honestly, though, I did actually look at the website the other day because I was thinking of getting married. No, I looked at the website the other day, and it was, and it was, because I don't know how I feel about my midsection here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. I feel very kind of balclutha-y right, right around here. I've been eating a lot of soy sauce, but she does a very good job. On you? No, I'm saying I looked at the oh, pictures. Oh, she's seen the pictures. Oh, yes, right, I'm yes. not. I'm not going to make a commitment. No, okay. I don't want to feel better about my health and well-being. No, who would really, if you think about it? Okay, so you know it's interesting we mentioned this because there's we have an actual uh, patron. Do we? Yeah, right here. <laughs> nice. Right, who's just come into the bomb shelter? 
Oh, our my. own Babette. I knew I felt hey, that dark sweetie. force. Let's see. Hi. Hello. Do we have you turned up here? Let's see. Here. You know, you can just do that. You can. You as you can see, Pete's been dancing right. with his microphone I'm all night. Yeah, but you won't get mad at him. Yeah, he never yells or anything. <laughs> I, this black guy is from when I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Very professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. How you doing, sweetie? I'm doing fine. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Oh, what are you saying? You say we got to go home already? You just it's got a- here. Okay. How much time do we have? We. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get up early. According to this, we have forty more wanna, minutes. She doesn't okay. Wanna, she doesn't want to participate <laughs> at all. Well, you know what tonight was supposed to be? We had a theme tonight. We didn't even. <laughs> no, no, no. What are you kidding? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we didn't mention it, but uh, our theme tonight was going to be Treasure Island. Ooh. Yeah. The movie? No. Oh. No, the book. No, not even the book. Incidentally, Treasure Island, written, of course, by Robert Louis Stevenson. Was about? Who, it was about an island that had treasure. Oh. I believe. <sighs> Wait but a second. He, you know, he lived here in San Francisco for about four months. <laughs> what I wanted to say about Treasure Island mm-hmm. was that it's got a cool history to it. Okay. I used to actually, yeah, I used to. Um, <laughs> you used to actually. Well, you know, I used to do triathlons. Really? I did. Oh, yeah. my God. And I used, to, I used to train on Treasure Island. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So wait, so is eating pizza one of the try things? Absolutely. Is that where you okay. ride your That's bike? That's what it is. It's not. What you do is you swim, mm-hmm. and then you get out and you cook a steak. You get out, you cook a steak. Yeah, and then, then you ride you your meet, bike to the pizza place. And then get you a slice. a friendly volleyball. volleyball. <laughs> That's right. No, don't get back to my Wilson joke. It's I gone. I wanted to. I tried to, I was going to give it to you. Just nah. take it. It's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it. We'll, we'll some Pellegrino. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> She doesn't want to talk about Treasure Island? Desperately. Okay. I don't even know if I want to do this <laughs> I think this he's anymore. got the soy I think he's got the soy sauce <laughs> visions. Soy sauce visions. He's got hallucinations if you eat too much Kiko Man. Okay, I've got first uh, we're gonna start off with just some interesting points and maybe about even Treasure some Island. things you didn't know about Treasure Island. Okay. Now did you know what the Treasure Island was called during the gold rush? No, what is it? N- nothing because Treasure Island didn't exist during the gold rush. So is it land? That's a m- that's a oh really? That's man made. Yes, Treasure wow. Island. I didn't know now that. here's the thing: the bridge doesn't go to Treasure Island; it goes to Yerba Buena Island. There's actually okay. two islands out there. The <laughs> flat part is Treasure Island. I did not know. And that. I'm going to tell you why it exists in a second here. Hmm. But Yerba Buena Island used to be called Goat Island because there were goats. That's on That's where it? they kept the goats because over here on Yerba Buena Wait, or kept San Francisco, the goats? yeah, they kept the goats. There. I love goats. It's not like they could get <laughs> off. There's. Well, water all around. That's why they put them there because they, when they had cattle on land, this is before we had killed all the grizzly bears and all the mountain oh, lions oh, and things. Oh, okay. So there were bears all over San Francisco nice. and, and mountain lions that would kill things. So they kept the goats over on Goat, goat Do you Island. remember when they used to have goats on Knob Hill? They they still do from time to time. They have the goats. Oh, over on Russian Hill, over by the yeah, reservoir. Oh, Russian Hill, that's right. When they, there's an area over where the reservoir is. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. the name of it. But it's on Hyde, right next to the cable car line. Once a year, they'll bring a bunch of goats over, and they'll just eat all the vegetation to They're keep it so keep it all cute. down. cute. Yeah. I love goats. Yeah. <laughs> This is a strange thing to like, Beba. Goats are, they're really cute animals. They're Did you see the ones where they fall? The what falling goats? No. You've never seen the falling goats? No. Have you seen the fa- the fainting goats? Yes, I have oh, seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I have seen that. Yeah. I have seen that. Anyway, sorry. Now, here's the thing. By 1886, mm-hmm. 
logging of the island. Now we're talking about Yerba Buena Island here. Now they had cleared all the trees and plants. They had because they taken everything out. Goats are just ruthless. Well, they were de- taking out the plants, and then they needed lumber for building over in San Francisco, so they clear cut the island. Then on Arbor Day, they started replanting. So the trees you see that are on Yerba Buena Island currently are, are trees that were planted in 1886. They're okay. 100 and, oh, what, 130 years 20, old. Yeah. It has been a military post since 1870. Oh, okay. Now, and here's where the military gets involved. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that there were no trees when the military was there? Because you're saying 1886. Right. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, they had been continuously cutting since like 1846. They did goat training up until that point. <laughs> the point is that, so still there at Yerba Buena, there's still military-based stuff. There's a light, you know there's an operating lighthouse? No, I didn't on your know. Buena, yeah, on the on the east side. We don't see it from our side, but you can see it from the Oakland side. Cool. And it's still there. Now, here's what happened now. In 1936, they were going to build an airport because they got these things called flying aeroplanes now. They wanted to build an airport. And there's there was a reef to just to the north of Yerba Buena Island. And they thought, we could build a man-made island on top of this. So they got, I think it was like a quarter of a million tons of rock. Hmm. And they built, like, on top of the uh, the reef, they built, like, a big, you know, square, a big, you know, enclosed shape. They pumped out all the water and brought in mud and sand, and, and they built up Treasure Island. Wow. It was supposed to be San Francisco's international airport. Wow. Oh, interesting. But in the meantime... Now, what did the what did the bridge look like before there? Well, that's the thing. In the meantime, the Bay Bridge and the Golden Gate Bridge were being built. The Golden Gate Bridge was finished in 37, the Bay Bridge in 36. 1937? Hmm. 19, yes. 1936. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I like goats. They decided. <laughs> no, she loves goats. I do love goats. <laughs> they decided they were going to celebrate. She's going to faint. They were going to celebrate the, the completion of these bridges and have. An international exposition. The Hmm. Golden Gate International Exposition, which would be in the year 1939. But? Well, actually, I had it in 39. Remember that we've talked about the Panama Pacific International Exposition. Okay. That was a World's Fair in that that was where the world said we're going to have it. Mm -hmm. In 39, the country said we're going to have a fair there. But the World's Fair was also in 39 in New York. You know, the big, uh, what's it called? The Triamid or the the three-sided pyramid and the big sphere in no Flushing idea. Meadows? I think mm-hmm. you're from that area. You're from Long Island. No, from, yeah, Long Island, but I'm well, not from Flushing's there. in Long Island. I left there when I was nine. Anyway, the point is. life at all. That, <laughs> even listen. What are, you, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, soy in your ears. Now he's laughing at you. The stuff We're I best said friends that he laughed now. at. The stuff <laughs> We're best friends, me and him. The stuff I said that he laughed at all got lost Sir, on the speak computer. <laughs> He's just laughing. I think that's a yes. As long as you speak English, sir, we're friends now. Woo! What I'm trying to say is the Golden what? Gate International Exposition was not the World's Fair. That was going on in New York City, but they still spent all this. It was like $17 million to build this. Okay. That's, was there enough people? How many pe- people, people were there? Right, did they? Yeah. Um, well, there was, I think, over the two-year span, it was like 14 million people came. Okay. In any case, though. It was, it, it was supposed to be to celebrate the building of the bridges. Then they said, oh, well, let's include South America and Asia and, you know, Oceania. And that's where the term Pacific Rim came from. Wow. Yeah. It was came out because they decided to expand the theme of the of the exposition. And, and then, it, was, and, and then it, 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 of course, got used horribly in some weird action well, here's movie the thing. about robots. Well, part of, no. <laughs> part of that was Japan. This was in 1939. Uh-huh. 
1941. Oh, let's build. And then it was in 39. And then oh, again in 1940, it was open. Nice. 1941. Hey, the fair was fine. Now it's time to you know blow right. up your navy. Right. And so that was like the Jeez. last. Yeah, it was uh, the, the. So okay, so when they when they attacked us, it was more than just you know it was more than just what it already was. It was like wait a second, well, we were all good with Japan up until that point. Uh, well, no, no, because because remember, Japan was invading China, and the United States was taking the side of China at the time. Okay. And remember, World War II was already going on in 1939, right? For a while, just the United States but hadn't Japan gotten didn't into get it. Involved until 39. Uh, the United States and Japan did not get into the war until 41. Okay. And December 7th, 1941, right. as a matter of fact. So the the island was built. They said, okay, in the meantime, let's have the, for, for the airport, they said, let's have the World's Fair on here first, then we'll put the airport here. But then the war started, so the military took over, and that became the naval the, base. The, the, one, of the, one of the western outports. Yeah, and so they donated the land down in South City, and that's why we have SFO down in South City. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think probably the wind is really, yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a better spot. Versus, yeah. It's a better spot. You know, plus you got that big island right there and a couple bridges you got to clear. Right. You know, so. Yeah. But back then they were using clipper ships. I mean, the clipper planes. Do you remember Man on the Six? What those were called? The what clipper? China. The China Clipper. Yeah, the China. So those were seaplanes that would land in the thing there. Where well, it wouldn't work now yeah, with jets. Now, since the late 1980s. Treasure Island has had still had some old aircraft hangars. It's had some vestiges, you know, the big building that you go to when you when you pull onto Treasure Island. That big pavilion they have right out in front that was from the World's Fair, and they've had you know movies for sound stages on there. You know, one of the Matrix movies was filmed partially there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Rent, Pursuit of Happiness, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You know, the Berlin airport scene. That nice. was filmed at, at uh, Treasure <laughs> Island. Very cool. And then some other stuff. You know, Patch Adams had some stuff, Parent Trap, Bicentennial Man. And Mythbusters go out there all the time because they're here in the city. Right. So these are just some interesting thoughts. Now, it was decommissioned in 96. So that meant... Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff going on right. over there. Well, there's a lot that's of, like, what we're going to talk housing. about. That's <laughs> what we're going to talk about. There's a lot about. of public housing over there. Right. There's a lot of... Well, that public housing type. started... Yeah, that's creepy. That was actually for... Those townhouses and apartments were built for the members of the military. Did they use it? Yeah, they did. Okay. We're going to talk about it because there's some interesting stuff here. See if you can come up with some jokes about radioactivity and cancer there, funny guy. You got it. Okay. Nothing is sacred. So So after that, the military has been slowly handing stuff over to San Francisco. And there's actually been a couple ideas on what they were going to do with Treasure Island. And they never do anything. Well, there's a reason for that. The military is not done cleaning up. Oh, it's kind of like nice. uh, it's kind of near like down at the shipyards. Similar it's to that. Exa- they're both the same thing. And in uh, fact, okay. what it comes down to is this: What was it, the atoll where they did their two nuclear bomb tests during World War II? <laughs> Does anyone remember the name of that atoll? Was was it S. Douglas K. MacArthur? Morton. Bikini. Oh, the bikini. There you go. The bikini atoll. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, several of those ships they had in close enough because they wanted to see what the effects would be. The, well, the effects were as the ships became contaminated with nice. radiation. Okay. So did the people. Right. When, then they said, "Well, we got to clean these ships." Well, they brought them to two of the places they brought them Treasure to Island. were Treasure Island and the naval shipyard down here in Hunters Point. Interesting. Uh-huh. Both areas where there's minorities living. Well, oh, now. here we go. Here we go. Well, it's true. Yeah. Well, maybe if the minorities had more money and more privilege, they'd be better off. I mean, why didn't they bring it to the marina? <laughs> Do you know how quickly plutonium eats through spanks? <laughs> Weaves <laughs> falling out all over the place. <laughs> 
So here's essentially what's going to happen. I'm, I had a bunch of facts, but hey, who wants that? That's no nope. fun, right? Boom. So I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to just sum up. It's mm-hmm. too much. Let me sum up. One of the things they did with Treasure Island in the 50s and 60s up through the 80s was they taught sailors how to clean up radiation. They also taught how to detect radiation. Okay. Let me find the stuff that they... Okay, just give me a sec. I'm going to read it. 2007, the Navy was well into the process. And that year, the cleanup of operations shifted from removing Navy industrial toxins to identifying the lingering radioactive waste. Why are they even letting people still live there? That's my question. I've always wondered why people can go out there. Because we see on the news, like every- Or even visit. Every four or five months, there's a new news story where, oh, they found some more radiation just perking up from the sidewalks and right in front of, you know, the housing complexes. Well, there's housing out there. There's new restaurants out there. There's a winery out there. Yeah, there's, oh, really? there's yeah, several there's, wineries out yeah, there. Yeah, there's um, <laughs> there's wedding venue like reception and wedding venues little out league, there. Little league fields and yeah. soccer fields. I we just go, go out, out there, there all the time. I didn't even know that they had all of that. Well, here's the thing. I didn't know there was there's contamination. A hot there was a guy. Yeah. There was a guy named Robert McLean, and he ended up getting fired by the company that was in, was supposed to be doing the cleanup. And then he started and the story dialogue. is well this. <laughs> That would be John McClane. Oh. The story is that he the reason why he got fired is because he was blowing the whistle and the Navy went to the company he worked for and said, if you don't fire him, you're going to lose the contract for mm. the cleanup. Now, here's what they happened. wouldn't do that. When he no, fir- not our they would totally not do that. When he first got you know, told, okay, we're going to have you go mm-hmm. out and check for this stuff, this is what happened. He's driving around inside his truck and you know they've got the, the equipment, the tools, the Geiger counters and, and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, he's dri- he hasn't pulled them out yet. But from within the truck, he found radiation, let's see, picked up readings from inside the truck. He didn't nice. even have to go to places to find it. He was already picking nice. it up. He found radiation-contaminated materials in playgrounds, front yards, underneath sidewalks, uh, along the roadway. And he reported finding radium pieces that emitted, emitted enough radiation for a person at close range to receive in an hour five times the maximum radiation a nuclear worker is allowed to absorb in a year. Nice. Yeah. Are you? When was this? This was back in '93. Uh, wow. After working with the radioactive material found under and around the apartment housing, he got fired because he found. By the way, this guy McLean got fired because he found some radioactive material underneath one of the apartment buildings, and he wasn't dressed for it. You know, he wasn't prepared for it, right. and he made the report. And they and then they the Navy said, "Well, wait a minute. You were you were dealing with radioactive material, and you weren't wearing your protective you were gear." It, right. So they're firing him for not wearing the, the the protective gear for the radioactive material that he didn't know was there, that shouldn't have been there. Cesium, cesium-137 is a radioactive byproduct of nuclear fission that is easily absorbed into muscle tissue, and exposure can increase risk of cancer. The radioisotope could be found in a weedy lot on Treasure Island, just a pop fly away from a ball field and tennis court. Okay, in 2013... Over four days of sweeping, they dug up spots that showed elevated radioactivity, produced 20 freezer bags of soil. The sample control was taken 50 feet from a classroom. The test resulted that the cesium-137, as high as 0.315 gram, <laughs> up to three times the level previously acknowledged by the Navy, 60% higher than the Navy's threshold for environmental safety. But then they didn't do anything about it. They didn't do a thing. The letter failed to mention one key finding. Radioactive shards, similar to those detected by cleanup worker McLean, had been discovered in public grassy areas near apartments 
One small object was so hot that holding it for an hour could cause radiation burns, hair loss, and possible ulceration. Nice. Just laying on the grass. When this was in 2013? That was 2013. Now, here's the thing. And they still didn't move people out. Nope. And they still haven't. And that's where this whole thing comes around is because last year in 2015, the government approved the, the, new, the big plan. Essentially, they want to make a whole new downtown in, on Treasure Island. They're downtown build, what? Like a Market Street kind of thing. They're going to have high rises and apartment buildings and stores what, and, for black sh- people? and shops. <laughs> well, of course. We'll call it Black San Francisco. Is that what you're move all the Oakland black Oakland 2.0. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, and that's, I can't find, I thought I had the, the thing down there, but it, it explained that the real problem is as things started getting decommissioned and they just didn't really take, keep track of it. And so some of the area that's dirt, when developers would come in and do something or anyone maybe, you know, just building the bleachers for the ball, you know, the, the field, right. they would disturb soil that has some of it in there. And so it would get spread and they'd move to other parts of the island. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, there's a uh, resident group, you know, uh, organization, people who live there, they have an organization. They're saying, you know, these guys are just put in the back of these dump trucks and drive down the road and you'd see the dust coming out of the trucks. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're finding it. keeps They keep finding more and more radioactivity because the stuff keeps getting spread around the Is island. Is anyone keeping track of um, people getting cancer or sickness? Yes, or? they are. But the, that's where the problem is with the, with the courts. There was a lawsuit and they just didn't have enough evidence to show that it was from the uh, radioactivity from the island. And a lot of these people are people who are in public housing, which means they don't have money for insurance, which means right, we're yeah. all going to be paying for it. And yeah. So it's, you know, it's all just feeding into its And yeah. they Good probably, times. some of them Good probably times. don't even know. Right. right. They probably aren't aware. Yeah. That's terrible. Right. Yeah, I didn't mean to, I, I never, I completely passed up the <laughs> part love, about the exposition. I love, I love, I love how SK never likes getting like political about yeah. things like this. But Well, the know. thing, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having a blast. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it was interesting. Yeah. They, those guys on I've Treasure been Island here can't for be... 11 years, and I never knew about any of that. And well, you they... take me there all the time. Well, Why do you take me there? Because I got a, a man insurance knows. policy on you. A man knows, right? <laughs> I know, right? Hey, honey, go lay in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're like, I, know, right? I like turtles. <laughs> I have her lay out there. I Lizzie play Into the, the Innocence. Problem. Right. <laughs> Take off your shoes and socks and yeah. play in the dirt. Right. There, there you go. There you go. Here's a shovel. There, all right. There you go. You're, oh, man. You want to hear the good stuff? Desperately. You want to hear about the peop- the GGIE? The good guy? Um, just a couple points on that, and I'll throw it in after. Um <laughs> You know the forty-nine mile drive. Of course, no, I have no idea what you're you. You don't about. see the little signs around the city that have the seagull on it and says forty-nine mile scenic drive. Maybe. Wow, you don't pay attention. You've seen it, right, sweetie? Yes, I've seen it. That was uh, put together for the nineteen thirty-nine fair. Oh, okay. On Treasure Island, because the the incoming dignitaries they would take them along the, all around San yeah, Francisco on this trail before they took them out there. Um, there, there's some other things there, but I guess I won't get into that because I I kind of passed it over. It was known as 40 Acres of Fun. <laughs> Yay! Uh, they, they, there was one um, little. There was one thing at the fair that fe- featured 82 little people in cowboy costumes in a western town, <laughs> a, a miniature western town. <laughs> they had a a an, a an actual automobile racetrack, like a miniature 
race miniature automobiles mm-hmm. on a racetrack for monkeys. Nice. <laughs> did they drive the monkeys around into the monkeys? The drive? monkeys drove. Nice. Yeah. You can see this. There's a video I'm gonna be putting up. Um I'm gonna be putting up this week that'll show you the monkeys driving the race cars. There's did actually they, video of it. Did they have any like weird burns and radio <laughs> stuff going on? Not yet, it's before the war. Maybe they weren't monkeys, they were little children. Yeah. <laughs> With this fair, each attraction had to support itself financially. They had to sell tickets and support themselves. Sure, sure. So you know the one that came off the best? Uh-oh. It was called Sally Rand's Nude Ranch. All right. Well, of course. For 25 cents, spectators could peek cents. through glass panels as Nonsense. cowgirls wearing only G-strings and boots tossed horseshoes and swung lariats and played badminton. Oh, played badminton. Grief. Well, that's what you do out on a dude ranch. A lot of badminton. So, right. Yeah. What's a lariat? Wait, 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 wait. What? Do you know what the badminton thing is called? A shuttlecock. Yeah! <laughs> uh, <that's> a... <laughs> we're all four years old. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, that's as far as we're going to go with that. That's the theme. That boy, The theme thing I hope turns out better next week. But uh, Yay, everybody. Let's see for that. We all got through radiation. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. It- it wasn't really funny, but it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get rolling. But there one was. Of the throng said that it was funny. <laughs> it's never been funny. Uh, there was one thing before we go, though. Oh. Um, I got an email for uh, Babette. Oh. Ooh. You know what tonight is? What is it? Tonight's Oscar night. Oh, right. I really actually, I'm never going to watch it, but I am going to be interested if Leonardo DiCaprio wins, and I'm going to watch all of the Chris Rock snippets or whatever. I'm I'm going to look at pictures of best and worst dresses. (laughs) Well, there is a question for you here. said exactly like someone who has radiation pointed. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to look at the dresses because they're they're nice. Before we get to that uh, email for for uh, Babette, let me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple, a series of quick questions. <laughs> Go, uh, Pete. If I wanted to buy snoozles, mm-hmm. and I knew they had them on Amazon, mm-hmm. what should I do? They would go to the Amazon button. Amazon. Button? Where's the Amazon button? It's on the homepage of skmorton.com. Oh, okay. And so you go there. You look at the button. And that yeah. then it helps. Or what and do you, you do? You go buy your snoozles. No, you left one out. You no, look, I didn't. Do you look at the button? What? That's what the button. Out. What do you do to the happening? button? What do you do <laughs> with the button? A lot of pressure. <sighs> All right. What? You click on the button. I didn't. You click. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, yeah, okay. yeah. You click on the button. Where does that take you? And then it takes you to uh, uh, Snoozle City. Yes. And then you buy Snoozles. Right. And then uh, when you buy, <sighs> what? Uh, hang on. Wait. And then you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'll take over. <laughs> go sit in the back. Here's what you do, Throng. You want to go? You want to buy some snoozles or anything else at Amazon? You go to skmorton.com, click on the Amazon button, shop as you usually would. <laughs> a little bit of what you spend comes to us. It's not extra. They don't tack on. It's they just take a little Thank bit. You, Throng. Thank we get we get a finder's fee. And everyone's happy. Yeah, so let's yeah. keep it up, Throng. All right? Yeah. Go to the Amazon button. Thank There's you very too much. much. We have a good Throng. Someone handed me Pellegrino. We love you, Throng. All right. Ask Babette. Dear Babette, what are your Oscar picks this year? Oh. From Trivial mm, nice. in Trenton. Trivial in Trenton? Yeah. <laughs> 
What are your well, Oscar in Jersey, picks? Yeah, Trenton, of course it's New Jersey. Be yes, it says Trenton, NJ. Wow, we have a. I have a fan all over in Trenton, New well, Jersey. It doesn't say she. <laughs> doesn't say they're a fan. It just says they're in Trenton, New Jersey. Well, if they took the time to write me, they're a fan. Well, actually, I think the reason why they're asking is because of uh, your... Uh, what, blackness? Yes. They're, they're trying, trying to be, to be like... Honest. Because, remember, people are boycotting the Oscars. Oh, oh that's whatever. right. Because there's no black people who got... Yeah. Or less or whatever, you know. None. Oh, I love pass me some the only, um The movie that I would vote for would be The Martian. Well, how do you feel about the whole, let's give the floor over to Babette. No, God. <laughs> Watch it. How I'm do you sorry. Feel, how, well, how do you feel about this whole the uh, certain, well, I mean, who was it? Someone was, they were expecting them to be nominated, though, a black actor or actress. Who was it? Um, I don't, I, th- I think there were people that were expecting Straight Out of Compton to get nominated for something. Cause yeah. it was oh, and Will Smith. A, oh, for the, the movie about the, the concussion uh, movie. About the concussion yeah, movie. Yeah, well, maybe they just forgot. This is the thing. Yes. Who cares about the Oscars? Why does having an Oscar matter? Good point. The thing is, is that they've never been fair. And I, I have never gotten over the the color purple should have won in 1985. Ooh. The color purple was up against Out of Africa. And we all know that the color purple was a better movie. I've never seen Out of Africa, but I do love the color purple. Yeah. I mean, if you go just on Rotten um, Tomatoes. Sweetie, out of it's color, called, the movie was called The Colored People. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the color purple, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a much higher score than Out of Africa. It has a 94% audience score an 88% tomato meter on well, Rotten hey, Tomatoes. Well, hey, you can argue with the tomato Out meter. of Africa? Out of Africa, which won all the Oscars that year, Color Purple won nothing. It has a 53% tomato score and 83% audience score. Oh, but out it of also Africa. has been 30 years since that came out. The point the point is is that the Color Purple should have won in 1985. They won nothing. Uh, what about Back to the Future? Nicely done. Yeah. I think there was even a black guy in that one. He ran for Goldie, mayor. He was right. the mayor. Goldie yeah, Goldie Wilson. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you know, I guess if you're in that industry, winning an Oscar gives you validation. It gives you validation. Yeah, yeah I, I guess feel... I can see that. Right. Of course, my bank account would give me validation. But, but Whoopi also... Goldberg got an Oscar. No, she didn't. Whoopi Goldberg has an Oscar. Yeah, may not, not for be Color for that, Purple. Though. No, no. She should have won one for the Color Purple. I think she won it for Ed. <laughs> um but what's the one um what's the one about hasn't will smith won an oscar am nope. i crazy no. he Not hasn't yet, no. okay there's been a few that are really oh, wait a minute what about, nominated, what about ali he, he was nominated for, for maybe pursuit of happiness i think right yeah i mean he's, he's, he's we can all just google this jamie right? fox won for um ray ray but yeah. i'm gonna tell that you something too. i'm gonna tell you an oscar that they gave that i thought was a pity but was a pity oscar was jennifer hudson I don't think she earned an Oscar nice. for Dreamgirls. It was I didn't more think, of, it was like more of like I didn't a white think, a white guilt thing. I think so. Nice. That yeah, I don't think her performance was that good. Mm-hmm. I think they gave it to her because she was black. I think they gave it to her because she was overweight. I think they gave it to her because she has a good singer. But she was she did not earn an Oscar that year. That year she was she didn't, a folk she did, singer. She did not earn an Oscar. And right. that, to me, so you don't give Oscars to people who deserve it, and then you give a weak Oscar to someone who didn't really deserve like it. Like when right, Larry Brown got MVP in the Super Bowl. And I and I agree. 
We're ignoring you, know, you. It should be like a jury. It should be a jury we, of no, your peers. It is a jury of their peers. So let me right. tell you what exactly. Here's the problem. It is their peers. Remember, we're talking about here. And no See, offense. See, I was right. No offense. Woo! No offense to the entertainers in the room here. But remember that we're talking about people who have giant voids in their soul. Mm-hmm. All right. Not unlike most of the population in San Francisco. Right. What did I just go on about the other day? They do things, say things, buy things strictly because of how they believe it will look on the outside to other people. That's why movies that no one has ever seen that are considered artsy get Oscar nominations and, and win. That's and why gonna... next year is going to be the blackest Oscars. <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> it's it going to be overly black. We're going to get you know out of straight out of Compton awards. Straight out of Compton two is going to be like oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So because that's the truth, I can make my picks right now. Oh, I will make picks and tell you what's winning in every category, and I'll be right because it has nothing to do with merit. It has to do with how the how them winning will look to the to the thing. So nice. best picture there that's, are. Ooh, that's why Crash won. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was a good movie, but that's why it was yeah. like, oh, see how see how caring we are. Okay, Best Picture nominees. Bridge of Spies. No one's seen it. Tom Hanks has already won. That's played. Mad Max. Everyone who saw it loved it. Hasn't got a prayer. The Revenant. Now, that was one of those where it's got nom- – it's like in every category it was nominated. I love that movie. That means it will make zero. Okay. <laughs> Spotlight. Never heard of it, so it's a contender. Okay. The Martian. Book was great. The movie was not that good, and it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of, the Martian isn't going to make it either. So our first contender is Spotlight, The Big Short. Now that's got an t- opportunity to it because it's I believe it's anti capitalist. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nicely that's got a done. chance. Nicely done. Room, <laughs> Room isn't going to make it. Too depressing. And then Brooklyn again. Never heard of it. So we've got Spotlight, The Big Short, and Brooklyn. I'm going to throw the big sh- – we're going to keep those three for now. We're going to hold on. We're going to come back. After we've worked it all out, I'll come back and give you the answer I think that. it's going to be big short. Oh, my God. Look at this woman's dress. Okay, here we go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what is this? This is awful. Sir, would you give, her, would you give Babette some soy, please? Okay, best actor. Yes. Um, there's only two that have a chance. Leonardo DiCaprio because yep. he hasn't won. And Brian Cranston because he played Trumbo, a communist. Mm. They love that. They love the uh, the anything that's you know McCarthy hearing time with the with the blacklists and the Red Scare. They love that stuff, and they also love uh, uh, Brian Cranston, Alan Cranston not so much, but Brian Cranston yes. So it's going to be between Cranston and DiCaprio. I'll come back to that as well. Best actress Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Don't know who that is. She wins. <laughs> Best director. Um, I'm just going down here. They're going to – because normally they give best director to the best movie. Mm-hmm. But I think since the best director movie is either going to be, we've said, uh, The Big Short or uh, Spotlight. Um, by the way, I've made my decision. Spotlight will win best movie due to its lack of an audience as compared to The Big Short. Yeah, I think that's a good Okay. Um, which means is The Big Short one of the directors? Um, no, so to Revenant, because Gruesome can also be art. So Alejandro Winaruti, <laughs> whatever, we, he, he wins that one. Best Supporting Actor and Actress, no one really cares about those anyway. Uh, best Original Song is going to go to who someone's heard of, Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. No meat dress, mm-hmm. no shock for sure. shock's sake, no attention, okay. no Oscar. <laughs> It'll have to go to the Sam Smith for uh, Writings on the Wall, the Spectre movie. Uh, because he's a hit with the LBGB, what are they, the LGBT community, 
And the Academy can't get enough gay cred. <laughs> also, of course, Inside Out for Best Animated Movie because Pixar. Okay. Um, best Cinematography, again, no one cares. Best Original Screenplay could be Ex Machina, but there are plenty of nominees with just a hint of familiarity. So the Academy will go with a proven unknown winner, Spotlight. Oh, wait Soy a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Calls it right. For Best Original Screenplay... Straight out of Compton is nominated. That's going to throw a whole wrench in the works. The question is, did they come up with the answers before the whole thing got messed up? No? Okay, spotlight. Right. Uh, best writing adapted screenplay. They're going to give to The Martian. And Mad Max wins all the Mad Max wins all the costume and technical stuff. Okay, so we come back. Right so the only person we don't know, <laughs> this is going to be the big the big one of the night anyway, either Leonardo DiCaprio or Brian Cranston. Now, the big question is, uh, have, they, have they already given that one yet? That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Because I'd like to know what it is so I can sound like I got it right. I I'm, say it's DiCaprio. I think they're probably going to go to... I don't they, think they, think they the... want to give it to Cranston, but DiCaprio is... Capri- <clears throat> Cranston's want... always won a bunch... Also won a bunch of Emmys and stuff already. So yeah. So they might give it to... Okay, we're going to go Leonardo DiCaprio wins tonight. Okay. Okay, so I'm... Uh, Mad Max is winning a lot of awards. Right now it's been winning? Oh. All right, well, I may have to re-record this. Anyway. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, I think it's getting late. I think it's time for us to go home. Okay, then let's go home. <laughs> I left my home. I left my home. In San Francisco. All righty. Thank you for singing that because I didn't want to hear talking about it. Um, okay, so we re- remember Throng. The biggest thing for Pete is coming up this March 4th, this, March 4th, Friday, this Friday. March 4th at the Milk Bar at 9 p.m. Go s- come on down to see where it's going to be a good time, I guess. I don't know. He, he may blow the whole thing. We'll see what happens. Um, we do want to thank you guys for listening and continuing to listen, uh, either on the website at skmorton.com or at Stitcher. Uh, there's two different pages. There's Season 1 and Season 2 on Stitcher. Um, so look those up now one thing is if you go to Stitcher type in I believe it was me who said until further notice I'll explain later Um, and met the biggest thing we'd love to get some emails from you so go to skmortonpodcast at gmail you can send uh, ask me some questions tell me what you think you can have an ask Babette because that seemed to go really well tonight (laughs) but remember to tell everyone Yes. To tell everyone about the show, tell everyone that it's funny, even, you know, do that whole thing where you cross your fingers behind your back. Tell them you love the show, tell them to listen to it. Uh, it's at skmorton.com. Remember the Amazon button when you're shopping. Pete, do you think we should do this again? Yeah. All right. We'll do it one more time. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Francisco, your golden sun will shine for Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. It wasn't really funny, but it was interesting. Uh, Wait, will you wipe off your fingers? All right. Clearly I've got something wrong with me mentally. Why are you giving me a hard time? A frog is marrying a prince. Butter. I feel vastly unperried.
I love goats. I like Jason Mraz. Because you're a bad person. Okay. It's never been funny. Does anyone remember the name of that atoll? Was, was it Douglas MacArthur? I'm a winner! <laughs> I'm Terry Gross. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Balclutha. <laughs>